We'll start the week with some fairly nice weather and then finish with some rain. Rain coming at about Wednesday afternoon. Today will be mostly sunny, 55, sunny, 60 tomorrow. Illinois reported almost 4,000 more COVID-19 cases over the weekend and 165 additional deaths, bringing the case count to 77,741, the death toll to over 3,400. Iowa's now identified almost 12,000 cases after adding 900 over the weekend. Another 34 deaths brings the death toll to 265. Over the last week, Illinois has added almost 14,000 cases and 295 deaths. Iowa's added more than 1,800 cases to its count, along with 58 deaths. The Quad Cities added 28 more cases and two deaths over the weekend, so 850 have now been identified here, 570 in Rock Island County, 280 in Scott County, 26 people have died, 18 of them in Rock Island County, 8 in Scott County. Since last Monday, 140 new cases have been identified in the Quad Cities. Seven more people died. The Iowa Department of Public Health says COVID-19 testing in Scott County will start today. A test site will be at North Park Mall in Davenport. Hours are noon to 6 today and tomorrow. Illinois won't be able to go eat at restaurants until the end of June at the earliest under the governor's plan to reopen the state. But as Mary Hansen reports, the Association for the Restaurant Industry is pushing to move that date up. Promising to give masks and gloves to staff, limit seating in dining rooms, and space out tables, the Illinois Restaurant Association is making a pitch for bars and restaurants to open at the end of May. But Governor J.B. Pritzker says there is reason to wait another month before they can welcome diners. The number of people who kind of come in contact with the thing that, that you're ultimately getting uh, delivered to you um, and that can't be delivered in a socially distanced way uh, is, is the reason. The statewide plan is divided up by regions, so restaurants could open earlier in central Illinois, for example, than in Chicago. The association is asking people to write letters seeking the change to the governor and lawmakers. I'm Mary Hansen. A group of infectious disease experts from the University of Iowa believe social distancing measures could be relaxed sooner if everyone wears a clear plastic face shield. Katerina Sestarek has more. Dr. Michael Edmond is chief quality officer and infectious disease professor at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. He says he's working on modeling studies to find out if universal face shield use would allow the country to safely reopen more quickly. We believe that uh, would be the case that if every person were in a face shield, we would reduce the transmission of the virus to the point that some of these other more drastic things that we have to do, like restricting people's movement, uh, those could be relaxed somewhat. Edmund says face shields are more durable than other types of face masks. They're easy to clean, they cover the eyes, and prevent people from touching their face. He says they're also readily available. I'm Katerina Sestarek, Iowa Public Radio News. Like other arts organizations during the pandemic, Ballet Quad Cities has moved online. Herb Tricks reports. It makes sense that even though Ballet Quad Cities had to cancel the rest of its season because of COVID-19, the professional company keeps moving forward, mainly in cyberspace. Students in the BQC School of Dance are continuing their lessons online through Zoom, and students have submitted their own videos for a new collage. Artistic Director Courtney Lyon, who recently received an Iowa Arts Council Emergency Relief Grant, 
is teaching some of the professionals online and choreographed, taught, and edited a new piece with three dancers on Zoom. Executive Director Jody Cook and Artistic Associate Emily Kate Long are continuing the company's year-long commitment to promoting the 2020 census with a new video based on the company's Dance Me a Story, exploring literature through ballet programs. They connect ballet and literature to provide a new creative understanding of beloved stories and characters to individuals of all ages and abilities. Lyon likes working with new media, including editing video and music. You, you know, you just have to go with it. And I think that's why Ballet Club City is, is just trucking along because we always say it to each other. We have grit. We're just going to keep going. Like, you give us a challenge or you give us a limitation, and we're going to yeah. find a way to, to build a fence and, or build a ladder, get over that wall. And she says choreographing and dancing using Zoom was limiting and freeing at the same time. All these restrictions for me is a perfect formula for creating a stamp. Like, I love restrictions in art because it makes me be more creative. Dance Me a Story began as an interactive in-person experience using movement and music to create dance versions of familiar tales and has grown to reach over 15,000 in the last three years. Now Ballet Quad Cities is expanding it into a virtual format with five new videos to come this month. In each 10 to 15 minute video, participants see and hear the story read aloud. They get to dance along, learning and creating their own choreography to music that captures the characters, action and emotions in the story. In the first edition of this new format, Look Where We Live, a first book of community building, Long leads each video. Cook is proud of her part in promoting this year's census. We are involved with the census because it is probably the most important thing we can do as people who live in our community to be counted. We will not be counted again for 10 more years. And the census, once we're counted, that's how determined our roads, our hospitals, our schools, all the wonderful things that we all need for our community. Ballet Quad Cities dancers took Look Where We Live into area schools during the winter. Its April Ballet, Sleeping Beauty, will be rescheduled for next year. And for more information, visit BalletQuadCities.com. I'm Herb Trix. And we thank Jonathan Turner for his help in covering the effects that the pandemic is having on the arts in our community.